I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Everybody and welcome back to Unbridled with Erin. Today I'm talking to my former teammate and very old friend, Rose Hugh Smith. She did like teams with me, like I said. We did the pony team and won a bronze medal together. Haven't seen each other in quite a while, but we're having a little catch up and a chinwag today about all things teams, what she's up to now, and what it's like balancing being a horse rider and being in the corporate world. So I hope you guys enjoy. Hi, Rose. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) I always think starting a podcast is so weird when you actually have to say hi to someone that you've been sat with for ages. Yeah, it's. I think it's like really weird to try and act like you're just having a beginning of a conversation. Yeah, it's like, welcome to the podcast. (laughs) Thanks thanks for having me. (laughs) Even though I'm in your house. (laughs) Thanks for having me. You are welcome. So um, Rose and I did teams together we did indeed we did so we're gonna we're gonna talk about that we're gonna spill some tea and we're just gonna discuss what that was like have a bit of a chinwag about it yeah so which year did we do it do you remember i think it was like 2013 oh my god that's a long time ago yeah we really did it i think was it, it i think it might have been my last pony year so i was about 15 16 yeah and you were like 14 Aww. i think <laughs> A child. <laughs> no, but we won a medal, didn't we? We did, yeah. It was a bronze. Yeah, team bronze. Yeah, I think I came fifth. And did Phoebe come first? She won, didn't I she? I think so. Yeah, she. I think she won the team individual and the freestyle, I think. Oh, I know we were on ponies. It was so cute. I know. I've still got that picture up. Literally, I was saying to you yesterday that I was like, were we on a team together? And then I have a picture up in my yard that I walk past every day. And you're in it. <laughs> and we were on a team with a medal. And I was like... Rose and I on a team. Just like blocking at that photo every time I, think I walk I just past it. it. I just don't think I look anymore. Um, yeah, no, but how I can't actually remember a whole lot about that period of life. Do you? Like a little bit. What do you remember? I remember. I remember it was like like incredibly boiling hot, and they had that pool. Was it Italy? Yeah, in Arezzo. Oh, we were in Arezzo. They they had a pool. Yeah. I remember getting in trouble because. I was always by the pool and I missed my training. <laughs> I remember we always used to like use your Segway. Oh my god! And there was like three segways. of us on one. 
oh my dad loved them we looked so weird you know when you realize how weird we look now with those like mall cop segways oh, yeah. <laughs> but i honestly think at the time especially when you're younger you're like i'm so cool I'm we like felt amazing person. like i thought whizzing past everyone <laughs> yeah. i was like bad ass i was like we're just yeah everyone's jealous of us like oh, it's yeah. our world and they're living in it <laughs> they wish they could segue everywhere so would you say when we did teams and that sort of thing that it was bitchy or was it friendly I think it was like a mix. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I think it's like in the horsey world, you meet some like really great, amazing people, and then you meet some just slightly like different unique people. Unique individuals. Yeah, yeah, unique. It does bring out the worst in people, and like the pony mamas and the you know. Oh yeah. I mean, obviously, we were all just kids, so we didn't really know any better. But I would say the parents can be interesting as well. Yeah, especially like it is so bizarre sometimes to think like we were treated like adults, even though the fact that we were still like such young children. Like not, but not just treated like adults. We were like, it was weird treatment. Like I always think about the selectors and how interesting they were at the time and like their methods. <laughs> yeah. Like they didn't really get the best out of you, like psychologi- psychologically. Yeah. And it's <laughs> almost like it was just bizarre. Sometimes you'd have like adults trying to almost be a bit like harsh or rude to children it's yeah, just like you a really bizarre how rude they can be and you realize we were like 13 14 15 it's a bit weird that is mad yeah i think you're getting shouted at and accused of so many different things and yeah put in your place so to speak and just like ripped to shreds and that's like the period your brain's really developing and you yeah. just get quite a bit of like negative reinforcement i mean if we think about it that's nearly 10 years ago so i hope it's changed now yeah <laughs> i definitely had some interesting experiences with the selectors oh um, yeah me you, too did you tell let yeah. tell, tell everyone about it um, we're not gonna name any names and i'm sure <laughs> the selectors nowadays are better but they had like pony junior and young rider selectors and they were were they all different or were the junior and young rider the same i think yeah ponies was one lot ponies was one lot and they were they were one on their own <laughs> <laughs> yeah juniors and young riders were different i feel. and then they have different senior selectors as well yeah so yeah this doesn't go for all selectors but the ones we met <laughs> yeah so go and tell everyone <laughs> I also think it's more just like an individual because I feel like yeah. there was like three or two of them were really lovely, really nice. Mm-hmm. One of them was just not a fan of me. And also they had different people they liked. Like they, we, we called them their golden girls. Like they'd have someone yeah. that they'd like and someone that they didn't. And if they didn't like you, they made your life hell. Well, have you ever seen like Dancing Moms? Yes. You know, like Abby, Abby Lee Miller yes. loved Maddie. Oh And then gosh. she'd be like really mean to the other girls. Mm-hmm. It's literally, it was like a bit like yeah, that. Yeah, watch Dance Moms and you'll know what we were doing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, tell, tell us about what weird experiences you had with them. The pony ones in specifically. We just had almost like, it's really bizarre when you're like 13 and you'll literally have like a, like older adult just come to you and just be like, I just don't like you. <laughs> Did that actually you know what I mean? to you? Well, yeah, they'd just be like, <laughs> I just don't like your trainer. And they'll just be like, I just don't like you. And, oh, like, and didn't they say you couldn't train with your trainer because he was part of the selection process at the time? Yes. But you trained with him since you were a kid. Yeah, so he'd been my trainer and he, like for so long. And he was like such a good trainer and I loved his like philosophy of the horses and, and everything. And obviously wasn't political at all. Like he was a good trainer and a good yeah. person. And also like he was basically retired. So he didn't even really train that many people. Mm-hmm. He just like was close by and just wanted to help. And then she just like didn't just really like him. So she was almost like, I just don't think you should be training with him. And I was like, <laughs> but he's an amazing trainer. Like, and he knows me really well. And, and they don't offer you a trainer suggestion. They're not like, don't train with him, but train with this and we'll cover the costs. I mean, if they did that, you'd be a bit like, oh, maybe. Yeah, I was like, well, give me some options. If, we're gonna, <laughs> like, if you're going to tell me to change, have yeah. something to give back. But 
Yeah, I just think it was just a bit like personal. I think mm. sometimes even though a lot of people did train with people in the selection. Yeah, it was almost world. like why are you picking on me when my training is not actually involved when you have literally like selectors training people on the team and that's fine. And picking them for the team. Yeah, but like my retired trainer is <laughs> somehow <laughs> in the wrong. No, but that's the kind of it. I think it was picking on. Like they pick on you and I know that sounds really childish, but they do. Yeah. You get picked on. Yeah. I'm trying to think pony selectors. Um, yeah, one of the weirdest ones for me, I was telling you yesterday, was when it was my first Europeans and I was 12. I was literally 12 years old. I was like one of the youngest on the team. And I was really nervous before my test. And I gave my trainer at the time a hug and sat on her knee. And the selector at the time then lodged a formal complaint because she thought the relationship was inappropriate, which felt just more like a smear mission. Like obviously now I'm older, like to think if, if if it's from a safeguarding point of view, fair enough. But it wasn't. It was it was a to throw off the game kind of move. It, it was really weird. And, like, it was before my test. Which, why would you... Yeah, why would you even bring that up? I don't know. It was it was really odd. And it was literally just an innocent hug. And my parents were there. Like, it was not anything weird. So I don't, I don't know where that came from. And also, like, I feel like when you're younger, they're not just your trainer. They're, like, your mentor. Like, they yeah. know so much about the sport well, you you're literally so just coming into. You them, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. And it's almost just like hugging a family member to instantly mm -hmm. be like, mm, inappropriate. Yeah, I mean, now I'm older, I do think, well, fair enough. Like, if it was from a safeguarding point of view, fair yeah. enough. Like, we like that they're on it. But I don't think it was because they weren't, they didn't run through, like, the normal process of, like, how to help people psychologically. And, like, I, I was never taken to one side and said, like, are you okay? Like, is anything going on? Because I would have been like, I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, if they had, like, good intentions then fair enough, but there's a definitely a way to go about it, mm -hmm. which is not suddenly going to... Yeah, I think that's the whole selection thing. Like, they don't go about things, or they didn't go about things the right way. Like, some of the things we could probably talk about, I think people would be like, what? Is that legal nowadays? Yeah, or it seems like everything's just like a knee-jerk reaction. Mm. They don't actually think about it, they just feel it and then they do it. Mm. Which is when it's meant to be, sort of be like a structured process... Yeah. seems a little bit like misaligned the I fact know. that it seems like there's quite like emotional investment yeah I'm trying to think about that particular selector at the time but she just hated me and like she obviously didn't like you either <laughs> what did we <laughs> Not do a fan. we were kids we may have been annoying kids but like we were kids but it's weird to think like I don't know of an adult that dislikes a child I mean now I am an adult I've never looked at a kid and gone ew I'm just gonna yeah like, bully could you. you imagine being like don't like you. And like going up to them and saying the kind of things. And so that was a pony selectors and then junior selectors. I mean, I don't think we did a junior team together, did we? Do you think, well, I had like a really crazy horse. Oh, okay. Do you remember DJ? I do, yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. He was off the wall insane. <laughs> <laughs> he was absolutely crazy. Oh dear, okay. But yeah, no, the junior selectors were also really interesting at the time. Do you have any funny experiences with them? I can't even... Oh, actually, I did one year of juniors on a horse called Flo, mm, yeah. who was, like, salt of the earth, cutest horse, had no paces, like, could not... <laughs> he was... He tried. <laughs> he did... He, he was so sweet. He, like, tried his heart out. He was, like, Mr. Consistent. He was, like, always did the exact same test. Mm -hmm. Always got the same score, which was, like, a good, solid score. But not... He wasn't going to, like, win the class, because he just had this, like... I mean, we bought him, like, locally, so he just had this, like, diddly little trot, like, diddly little canter, <laughs> but he did everything really well, and yeah. we were accurate. And then I think I did have a selector turn around and say, yeah, I wish we could select you, but I just don't think your horse trots big enough. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, I can't change that. <laughs> like, it is what it is. And also, wouldn't you want someone who is really consistent with smaller paces, but you knew could deliver, than, like, a wild risk? Yeah. That's what I always used to think. No, they were, you sound like you got off a bit scot-free with them. I'm jealous. 
I think because I think it was the my crazy horse like yeah, inadvertently really nice saved me from it <laughs> because like he was um, also he had like really big paces so they'd lo- they loved him mm. because he was really extravagant but he was just psychotic so he'd either literally win or lose there's yeah. like no middle yeah. ground but what I found was really funny is as soon as we got him then they were like really nice and I think they wanted to select him but I withdrew from yeah. selection because he was just like, he used It'd to be get nice way when you got stressed. a new horse just to suss it out. And then, then as <laughs> yeah. soon as they realised, they were like, oh, no, never mind. Pass. But also, like, he just used to get too stressed. And I was like, yeah, this horse does not like to compete. Aww. So I was like, I'm not going to send him to, like, the biggest show yeah. where his brain's just going to start melting out of his ears. <laughs> so I withdrew. But I just thought it was so funny that they loved him even though he was so inconsistent. They had some really weird, like, preferences, I swear. I mean... They liked my horse at the time, but when it didn't go well at the Europeans, I literally got shouted at after the team test. Even though, like, I did my best, my horse at the time decided to just stop. She just, her brain completely switched off, and she would, it was almost like I walked around the test. I was literally (laughs) crying around the arena, like, oh "Oh my god, my legs are aching, I can't get this horse to go. And um, I got out and I got screamed at, because I let everyone down, and, you know, it was all my fault, and... Yeah, I mean, that's exactly what you want when you're already gutted, isn't it? But that's the thing, like, obviously you knew that. You didn't oh, need yeah, someone yeah. else to come in. and Like, yeah, I'm well aware that it was not a great test. Mm-hmm. I don't need someone I to come scream at me. I think literally said, I, I, and I quote, like, if it wasn't the team test, we wouldn't have been annoyed. So they wouldn't have mind me, like, destroying my own individual test. Yeah. But because it was the team test, oh my God. that was, yeah, that was not allowed. <laughs> but also as well, like, it's horses. They have bad days. They have off days. It happens. It happens to so everyone. Many humans, we have off days yeah. and bad days, and you know we don't want like being screamed at. No, I don't think anyone likes that. <laughs> but we get used to it. That's one thing I would say that, like being on teams on ponies, for example, is you learn how to handle criticism. Yeah, you have you get quite thick skin. I feel like. Um, this is so funny. Do you remember being at squad training? So we used to have a squad training one weekend of a month. I believe it was. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and it at was the unicorn. Um, yeah, it was at the unicorn, which favorite place, amazing facility, it. best Gorgeous. food ever. Fran, if you're listening, which you're probably not, your food is insane. God <laughs> sent. I love Fran. Absolute legend. Honestly, I used to go and help her in the kitchen just so good. Yeah, so get <laughs> I love that. Get like bigger portions. But the team trainer at the time, I remember um, one of my. I was twelve again, and I remember one of the first things he said to me when I was riding was like, Erin, don't be so bloody agricultural. And at the time, I didn't even know what that meant. I was like, mommy, what does that mean? And she was like, I think you said you were riding like a farmer. And I was like, how do, how do I ride like a farmer? I think he was trying to say that it didn't look finessed, but oh my God, I remember that being one of the first things anyone said to me. I, rem- I remember once, actually, I did a test and he was like, um, he was like, you look like a doll. You need to actually like ride. <laughs> And I was like, but could, you could be, could have been cold worse. <laughs> yeah. I mean, a doll sounds kind of nice. <laughs> but it was also like, but the way I ride, I was like, I ride so strong in my seat. I don't, I'm not like a busy, I don't like. Also, is that I'm not the still. name of the game? Like, so he's telling you off for being too still, but still effective when that's the name of dressage. Yeah. But it was because he said he wanted me, because how the like, I remember at the time, the German pony riders would like lean back quite a bit. Yes. So that sort of became trendy. And because I was like sitting like still and up, he was like, "No, it doesn't." Yeah, you've he was like, "You need to lean neat back." Seat, a neat seat. A neat seat. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was trying to think. Like me and my mum were talking about this the other day, and um, w- were you there when, like, we had some crazy stories at the unicorn? Like when you put all these like young teenage girls together <laughs> and let them just go and play and stuff. Like we we did weird things. I mean, were you ever involved in any of them? 
I felt like we used to do loads, um, just like wandering around really aimlessly at the unicorn, like when it was really lit. I used to do. Okay, yours was a lot like more wholesome than mine. Were you not there for the drinking scandal? No, that was the year before me. Did you know anything about about it? Yeah. Oh my god, I'm gonna tell everyone who's listening. (laughs) So I thought I thought you might have been there. I can't remember. So what it was was um, one of the girls put on like the little group chat. I'm sure it was on Facebook or something Mm -hmm. that she was gonna try and bring some alcohol, and we were like, oh my god, this is so cool. I think this was my second or third squad. 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 (laughs) My words aren't working. think I was about 12 or 13 I can't remember how old but she was like we're gonna bring some alcohol and I was like oh my god I'm gonna drink with like the big girls like this is so Feeling fun super cool I <laughs> felt badass and they had this um at the unicorn they have that holiday home you could rent so you know some people oh yeah would stay there so then the parents all thought okay the girls are all safe they're all gonna go watch a film eat some popcorn in that house together and I think it was about six of us it wasn't everyone and um yeah, one of the girls got out this alcohol and like started doing shots and I thought it tasted gross. So I ended up like pouring a lot of my shots out, but I was still, you know, as a kid, a little bit on the edge. Yeah, you're like your first time drinking. Yeah, and I was trying to remember who was there and I'm obviously not going to name names, but let's put it this way. One's now had a baby and one's been to the Olympics. <laughs> so, you know, and, and then there's me. Some dots. <laughs> so there's some, yeah, I'm sure you guys remember who you are. <laughs> and, um... But then one of them got really drunk to the point we thought, oh, it'll be fine, we'll just put her to bed. And she got so drunk that they had to call an ambulance. But obviously her mum didn't realise what had been going on. And me and the other girl had gone to bed. So I'd like gone to our table and I think I'd like cleaned my teeth because I thought like, oh my God, someone's going to smell alcohol on me. Like yeah. I wasn't like a career cr- criminal, let's put it that way. <laughs> You weren't born into this life of crime. I wasn't. It did not choose me. I'm not made for that. But yeah, and then they had to call an ambulance. So my mum had to go up and help because she was like trying to tear her clothes off. She was like, I'm too hot. Like I'm this. And I don't think they had to pump her stomach, but it was near. It was near. And I don't remember how she got that bad. And then, oh my gosh. Then my mum came and was like, what happened? And I was like, oh my God. Send one, of the girls, jail. one of the girls drank it like I had a sip and like oh. and oh my god I was terrified but then the worst part is the girl's mum the next day sat me and the other girl down that hadn't admitted it straight away because we were scared and said like told us off and being like you know it's you know I, that's my my daughter you you should have said something like it could have been really dangerous and I'm traumatized to this day yeah. And I now I've learned I will always say something and I will always tell the truth because it's <laughs> really scary. So you are lucky you were not involved in Oh, yeah, the that was it. Scandal. I think that was like a year before. I know. Luckily, they couldn't kick us off the squad because we were all quite good riders. <laughs> they wouldn't have had a team. So that there was is really nothing lucky. scarier, though, when you're like a really young child and like an adult or like an angry mum comes to have a word. Oh. God. that's like the scariest thing if you're a mum and you're telling off somebody else's kid please don't it's <laughs> please really nice. scary like it's scary enough with our own parents so yeah, please exactly. don't I feel like yeah you can have like a nice civil conversation mm-hmm. like a learning experience but that's why squad probably got safer and <laughs> yeah. more chaperoned from there on out yeah I feel like we were pretty we were pretty well behaved I, I feel like you had to be they would have, mm-hmm. they would have cameras everywhere <laughs> breathalysers literally that's how it felt I felt like I was under house arrest after that <laughs> Anyway, enough about squad. Like, so we'll talk about the fact you did a gap year in Germany. Was it just one year? Yeah, it was like a year and a half. Okay. It was basically like finished school, basically had a, like one summer, then went to Germany. 
And then I was meant to come back earlier, but I just liked it a lot, so then I stayed. And what were you doing in Germany? I believe you were, I can't actually spell this name, but were you working with Helen Landhanden? Yeah. Oh my God, please, <laughs> tell, please say it properly for me. It's, oh my God, now you've put me on the Are spot. Are you joking? It's gone out the window. You Land were? Okay. Helen Landhannenberg. Are you sure? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you guys hopefully know who we mean. <laughs> yeah, you should hopefully know who she is. So you were a working pupil? Yeah. And tell us about that. What is it like being a working pupil? What is it? Um, so I basically just went there with my horse, my mm-hmm. crazy horse. <laughs> and I got, like, free training. He was there for free. Like, he That's got all cool. his, like, food and, like, shavings and everything for free. And then in exchange, I basically just worked. Cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. And did you just muck out or did you ride as well? So I did like a little bit of riding. Um... We didn't muck out. We had they had I think like people that like their oh so they had like the grooms and then like people that muck out and did like different sets of people. Or... Yeah, oh, so they cool. had they would have people that Very did fancy. like <laughs> I know. they had people that do like the cleaning of tack, like sweeping and mucking out. Okay. And then they just had like the horse management. Wow, sounds like a big yard. Was it a big yard? It was actually quite. She had um. It was actually quite nice because it's quite small. So there was like oh. one. There was sort of like one indoor barn for stables cannot remember how many horses but i think mm. max it couldn't have been more than like 40 so quite a lot like by normal people standards but I yeah normal people like... Stand, but like <laughs> professional big yards yeah, are normally true. quite large and then she had yeah sort of like one outdoor one indoor but her yard's just because it's quite self-contained it is mm. just so nice because it's like a little slice of heaven and it was like surrounded by farmland oh i bet that was pretty i mean i love german barns anyway they're just so there's pretty. just something about them they are yeah. I, need to, I wish i had more german friends I know. <laughs> if you guys want to be friends with me and you have a nice yard let me know. <laughs> invite us over <laughs> please do but no tell me about that so like do you think it really improved your riding because i imagine training with the germans as we know they are some of the best in the world so yeah i, I really loved it also like helen was really amazing i remember there was one point where she was like really heavily pregnant. Okay. She's got a worth like a work ethic like no one I've ever met. It's <laughs> literally insane. Um, she was really heavily pregnant, and I think Ellie and I were doing international in Denmark, mm-hmm. which is like an eight-hour drive, and she drove almost <laughs> to her like her due date. She drove eight hours oh in her car so she could come and work us in at the show. Wow. That's dedication for you. Yeah. And I remember once, um, she literally just had her baby, was going to like a World Cup qualifier with Damsey, and she had she taught me at 6.30 in the morning before she left. What a legend. She was like amazing. And would you say the German training is any, is like a lot different to ours, or would you say you trained a bit more German anyway? Um, I'd say like I always gravitated more towards like the German style. I really liked the German style too. They're very like black and white, very clear and concise. Yeah. And I also like... Yeah, they're just very also working like with the horse's ability and the whole aim is like to improve what the horse has. Mm-hmm. And so you're not trying to like 
force or create something that just isn't there you're just riding them to like make them like super supple really strong so they can be the best that they can be it's Mm -hmm. not sort of like trying to create like a fake this like mechanical sort of looking movement yeah i know i know what you mean yeah she was she was very cool that was really cool so did you find like obviously i love i absolutely love um german people like and austrians like we go to austria quite a lot and i love the culture and the difference but did you find it quite lonely at times or was it not too bad um I didn't I think I think I got quite lucky because I got on like really well with the girls there and when you went there Ellie was there and guys if you don't know Ellie is Ellie McCarthy and she'll yeah. be coming on this at some point but she's an international dresser shadow as well we she? were roommates yeah she's great but okay yeah so you got the the long straw <laughs> yeah I think I was like quite lucky and yeah I think like Ellie and I are sort of just like as mad as each other mm, yeah no she, she's <laughs> fine as well. you guys are so similar this is what I was saying um did I say this this morning? And I was like, you remind me of each other, which is kind of crazy. Yeah, I do feel like we are quite similar. You are. But, so did you learn German? <laughs> well, I tried. <laughs> and how, how bad did you get? I'm just not that good at languages. Give me some German. Oh, God. Um, do you Go on, you're on the spot. Do it right now. I'm trying to think of, like, a, like a sentence. It doesn't have to be a sentence. Just give me a, give me some German. Okay. Wie geht es dir? Okay, cool. Yeah, no, we got that. Thanks. Done. Fluent, 100%. Give me, give me another. Give me another. Um, ich möchte das nicht. What did that mean? Like, I don't want to do it. <laughs> like it's that. important to know that. That sounds a really good one. I'm going to mem- try and memorise oh, yeah. like, no, not for me. So, um, was it worth it, going for a year and a half? Oh, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. I really loved it. Was it hard to come home? Yeah, I don't know. I also just, like, really like just like the joke because they're quite black and white you mm. don't really cool people yeah and they just they don't really stand on ceremony they just like are who they are mm-hmm. and they're just very like black and white and i clear. really like the food as well food is good i'm a curry first oh, and a schnitzel just love it give me love a schnitzel with hummus any day of the week did you have did you ever go there like around christmas time yeah yeah, yeah. have you had those like what they call like kartoffel puffers Oh, I think so. I'm obsessed with those. And they had those like really cute little vanilla cookies. They're like a shortbread but more moist. Did you ever have those? Yeah. They're like in a little moon shape. Oh, they're so good. And like the Berliners. Like or something. Oh, they were good. German bakeries are like top tier. Elite. They are amazing. Elite. Right, what have we got next? Okay. <laughs> Let's talk, okay. Next well, we'll item So what are you doing now? So now I'm working. In she's working she's in the world of work i know corporate girl. proper adult now yeah i'm working in london but you're balancing it with riding yeah so i think it's i'm kind of fortunate because it's like a hybrid working mm-hmm. so i only have to go to the office on tuesdays and thursdays oh that's good and then you do do you do the other days working from home or do you have them off yes yeah, so i work from okay, home yeah, that's um good. so i either ride like during my lunch break or before or after work that's so good like playing ponies working i know great balance i mean because i was saying that to you earlier though like it's a lot of people who start off in ponies half stay up riding and half die off and do something like just really normal. Yeah. Um, but I feel like we've really, really obviously, we've really <laughs> retained the equestrian side. And most people we know have kept riding, haven't they? Yeah, I feel like, yeah, I feel like most people have. Yeah, like they, people maybe drop off for a year, but I feel like once a horse kill, like always a horse kill. It's hard not to come back. It's super addictive. It is. Yeah. It it's is. just like your life is not the same without horses. So I think people will leave for a couple of years and then they like, get oh, back into have, it again. I have no meaning. <laughs> I need my fix. <laughs> and so do you think you'll ever do horses professionally or would you would you like keeping the work horses life balance? Um, 
I mean, I actually really like my career, yeah. and I get a lot of like pleasure out of like also, my job. You want to be able to afford your horses, it's which is exactly. half the battle, as we know as horse people. They cost our Suddenly life and do. heart and soul. <laughs> like every month, different vet bill coming through. Um, yeah, and I, I also just like the fact that I'll just be able to like give my horses the life that I want them to have. Oh, that's really nice. And I'd really like that. I think when you do it full time, you're kind of depending on your horses to provide your income. Whereas, and it's quite hard to retain the love for it, I think, because obviously with horses, like it's come rain or shine, isn't it? It's the cold, yeah. the snow, the wet. Like, if you didn't have something to take your mind off it, especially for me, it would be, it would just get like feel more like a chore rather than something you do because you love. Yeah, I think that's exactly it. And well. like you know, obviously, if you're relying on your horses for your income as well, then that's quite difficult because they are horses they're not they're not machines so well I think I sort of had like a turning point where I had like a really talented young horse that we lost and after that I sort of went god imagine if that was it for me and (sighs) like after that it was done you know Mm -hmm. and also I was sort of like what I love about sort of working and doing it on the side I was sort of like if they need like a year off Mm -hmm. or to be fair like if they don't even want to do dressage anymore it's fine. You they can, can like listen to your horse. Yeah, as well. they can like do what they like, and I can just like take them hacking the woods, and exactly. they can live in the field Aww, all day. Exactly, <laughs> it's nice. Yeah, and it's just I can just like spoil a them. Loving hobby. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I think cool. I'll always balance the both. Balance. I'm, I'm the exact same as you. Yeah, we're on the same page. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm sure a lot of people would like to hear that because people sometimes think it's all or nothing. Like. It's not. You can still be normal and ride horses. Yeah, you don't definitely. have to be the raging, weird horse girl who canters around the <laughs> playground. Well, I mean, we all did that. But like still, <laughs> I'm sure we all did that. But So anyway, you also recently broke your shoulder. I did. I'm not laughing. That's horrible. Snapped she broke like her whole shoulder. And I mean, what a horrible place, place to break, for one. But you didn't get that horse riding, did you? Would you like no. to tell people how you broke your shoulder? <laughs> Okay, well, I mean, in my defense, it was during the drought. You guys so will the... understand why I'm laughing. <laughs> I'm not being horrible. The ground's, like, really hard. It's, like, concrete. I'm okay. just going to, like, preface this story with that fact. Yeah. Um, You're a horse girl. You're tough. Like, you yeah. don't break easy. <laughs> my bones are not tough. They're, like, little je- like jelly. I don't know. Um, so I am competitive, which is <laughs> not surprising. Are we all in the horse world? <laughs> and I was doing a company sports day, and we were, like, split into teams, right? Um, this was, like... What happened? The accident happened on the third event. Okay, so, so you already got halfway. But this is why I was so competitive for the third because we weren't off to a great start. I was trying to like <laughs> there was some redemption going on. So our first event, I think we um, came like second last. Oh, okay, yeah. No, egg you and, definitely egg, needed to egg try and, and spoon race. that back. How oh, did yeah. you come like, second to last in the egg and spoon race? There was like some balancing issues. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> People were like, th- like trying to run with the eggs, and it was just like going everywhere. And then the second one, we got disqualified. Oh, no. Why? Yeah, because it was like the three-legged race. But we had conspiracy. There was faulty equipment. Oh, my god. And gosh. our one kept breaking. So, obviously, we didn't have... We I didn't end up on three legs. I think to get you. We were. Yeah, it, 100%. So, explain what the third race was. Don't cause this injury, please. <laughs> so, then I was like, okay, well, we're going to, like... We're going to claw this victory back. <laughs> so, there was the sack race. <laughs> If anyone doesn't know what the sack race is, you have to put your entire body in a sack and bounce. Like, you have to jump. Yeah. Like Did you, were you in a sack on your own or was with other people? On my own. Oh, okay. Because I've yeah. seen the, you know, at, like, Hoys or Olympia and stuff, the, the mounted games or... Oh, they what, do it together? Yeah, and they do, like, those four girls oh in God. one big giant sack. You know, like, That's those building white sacks. They were in that. Oh, and I was massive. like, how on earth do you coordinate that? Yeah, if one person goes down... Just, guys, nobody get Rose and their team. <laughs> 
offense. No, because I'll break myself to win. Oh, well, so yeah. I'll do. So you do She's want me in your to team. Yeah. And so anyway, you won it, right? Am yeah. Right? So won the sack race, clawed that, clawed that back, uh, fell over the finishing oh, line. No. And I was, I twisted, and I was like holding onto the sack, so my arms were just oh, not involved. And I put all my weight through my shoulder, oh. and completely tore all my ligaments and and broke my. It's like the bone oh. that connects your uh, shoulder blade to your like clavicle. Oh it's that so runs on the top of your shoulder and I literally just completely detached it. Oh, that sounds so painful. <laughs> and like, it's never a horsey related thing that gets a horse girl down, I swear. No. Like, I rolled my ankle once. So it was like, we never do anything fun when it comes to the horses. Yeah. I think but, most of my like main injuries are from doing mundane sports day activities. But I mean, you said it did affect your riding a bit because you couldn't ride for how long? Um, well, I wasn't meant to ride for... <laughs> I actually still think I'm still not meant to be riding. How many horse people have said that before? Like, I'm not meant to. Literally. But, like, my groom, Tara, she literally got back on her horse, like, oh, two weeks after her C-section. Oh, my gosh. I know. That is insane. How crazy is that? Yeah. Like, we're just built But really you just can't different. not... You can't just, like, see your horses and just be like, I'm fine not, like, well, not doing this. do they? They're yeah. like, why aren't you riding me, human? He's like, ride me. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I got back on, I don't know, like six weeks. And so that was only a couple of weeks ago now, right? Yeah. Very nice she was trying to go to a show yesterday, everyone. Like, <laughs> this girl does not stop. Um, yeah, well, I tried to go to a show yesterday, but got the wrong day. So we're going back again today. <laughs> yeah, after this podcast, she's going to go check the plats are still in and then get yeah. back on. Wish everyone wish her luck. Oh no, she'll have done this by the time this goes out. <laughs> Hopefully you win. Fingers crossed. Um, but yeah, I think I got back on... Yeah, I think like six weeks that after. That is madness. And I've got like a metal plate in my... I'm going to go off when I go through the airport. Oh my God, it's gonna are. Pay. Yeah. You're always going to have to go in a little side room so they can touch you. Um, Great. I always get stopped anyway. Do there's, you? there's something about me that just screams like, <laughs> this check girl her. needs to check be checked. this woman, please. <laughs> go through her luggage. She's like hiding oh something. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, remind me never go to the airport with you. Yeah, no, we've got to leave like an extra half an hour. So, so a question I have here, which I think we could both talk about, is do you think pony and junior teams have a good or bad impact on you and what positives or negatives come from it? It's a good question. It is, isn't it? It's a good question. Be honest as well. I think it's a bit of both. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, it's a bit tricky. I think going back, like I wouldn't want to change anything because it's made me the person I am today. Very profound, but I love it. Yeah. Which is, and I think there's a lot of positives that came from it but mm-hmm. there also was like quite a negative side which I feel like would have been better if I hadn't gone through yeah <laughs> so I think I think it's yeah it's sort of difficult I mean you learn like a lot of life lessons you learn a lot of skills so you grow up a little bit quicker yeah um and also like traveling like all around Europe and you meet so many different sorts of people yeah that you, was always fun yeah like internationals were so much fun meeting like I love those. different cultures different languages like, yeah it's really cool I feel like you get exposure to like so many things at quite a young age that other like other people wouldn't really get the chance mm-hmm. to be exposed to so that side's like really fun um and also yeah doing like a sport at a young age I just think you learn a lot of really valuable mm-hmm. life lessons but then Any I think negatives? it's, <laughs> I just think like, yeah, the highs are pretty high, but I think the lows are pretty low. Yeah. It's not easy dealing with like big losses when you're, when you're young and you don't really know what's going on. Yeah. And also the fact that I feel like sometimes the selectors or like the people involved were pretty like unforgiving and they yes. sort of didn't realize that 
these are kids and it's also not that deep like it took me a long time to realize how it's not that deep like i get there is a lot of money involved and there's a lot of pressure and you know it was a tough environment but at the end of the day what was the worst that happened wow you came second you came third you lost like so yeah you know the, the ground didn't fall through like it didn't hurt anybody I, I always think that now and I'm a bit like I mean I suppose that's all professional sports but even at that level when you're kids it wasn't that deep yeah, I feel like it's you get so wrapped up in it and you think it's like the be all and end all of everything it is it defines your whole life doesn't it yeah and then you sort of realize actually at the end of the day like like who like who cares like nobody actually cares and I was like it's different if you're at the Olympics yeah pony like Europeans, you're just guys. ponies like, you're just there for experience at the end of the day like if you if you win or lose like in 10 years time it's not going to be like your life defining moment exactly. you know so I just think yeah I think you just get so absorbed in it that you think it's sort of everything but mm-hmm. looking back it's really yeah like no one's gonna like it's world war three isn't gonna start because you came 10th in a dressage test you yeah know? exactly the ground the ground is still gonna be there and yeah tomorrow is still gonna come yeah like the world has bigger problems than like you not winning your class so. exactly yeah it does take you a little you're a little bit out of touch at times i think in that world you yeah know, when you're when you're younger but I, th- I think the fact they treat you like adults way before you're adults it is positive and it's negative like you grow up quick you're more mature and I bet you know how to deal with criticism a lot better now I mean I know I do yeah and like pressure and everything I just think it becomes so normal yeah so we can thrive in like a high pressure environment and we can take critique because we got used to it like yeah. there's no other choice but then there is some little negatives like I was like minorly traumatized <laughs> only minorly like it's not that bad but it's it's a like only being recently since I've got older that I'm more myself because I feel like I just kept myself in this little box where I had to do the right thing say the right thing be the right thing because at the shows I I don't know if you ever heard the term like playing the game you had to play the game like if you'd have to be you know yeah and they like they like encourage you I feel like it's maybe not the best idea to encourage a child to like actively hide how they really feel because did they ever tell you they just you, wanted you to be quiet be polite smile like, like be really friendly and yeah. they said yeah if you want to cry you have to do it when no one can see cry you cry in the lorry in your lorry alone <laughs> cry on the inside like a winner yeah. <laughs> literally like, I remember don't that you dare don't show anyone emotion. see you cry because it's bratty and it's ungrateful yeah. like cry in your lorry yeah. like, that's how it was and I think yeah it's taken me a long time to realise oh I can actually just say what I want and be myself and it, it's okay like again tomorrow's gonna yeah, come yeah like there's nothing wrong with having emotions Mm-hmm. Like and an you opinion yeah and an they opinion they didn't like opinions I no. don't think back then they're like kind of yes men <laughs> yeah yeah for sure so that's one thing that I found negative but then once you actually realise it it's like oh fair enough yeah and you learn like so much from it I would say it's good though yeah character building yeah what definitely we character building <laughs> but it's also like I just find international shows were so much fun they and you were. do make like such amazing friends yeah. like, all around the world which I think is quite special so all in all good and bad yeah for both of them mixed bag exactly <laughs> amazing (laughs) great fantastic (laughs) yeah i'm kind of just like it's been fun to chit chat and catch up we've not seen each other in how long i don't even know minimum five years yeah minimum. which is actually crazy so it's been a nice little catch up and it's nice that people always from teams do stay friendly yeah i think that is nice that's good but thank you for chatting with me today it's been my pleasure thank you for having me (laughs) yep first podcast how did it go i told you not to be nervous (laughs) 
It's like, don't be nervous. Don't be nervous. I know. And then I realised I just made her nervous. But I'm, try- I'm, I'm getting some like bedside manner. I'll, I'll get there. Yeah. It was the thing of like, when you tell someone not to think of something, they're immediately going to think yeah, of what, it. Yeah. What did you say before? Like, don't think of a white elephant. Like, that is right there in my brain. <laughs> You're like, don't be nervous. All my brain's here is like, nervous, nervous. Oh, no. It's not too bad. I'm sure we'll do it. We can do another one where we get deeper into teams and... Once we've remembered a few more quirky bits that have happened, I've repressed <laughs> yeah. a lot of it, I'm telling you. Yeah, once we can actually have yeah, another round two. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, I will link you in the description. I'll tag you. Oh my God, I've got an itchy nose, sorry. Just ignore me. <laughs> need a moment. <laughs> just, need, just need a minute. <laughs> yeah, thank you everyone for listening. Thank you for being here, Rose. My pleasure. Yeah, definitely go drop Rose a follow and we will talk to you again. Or I will talk to you again. Rose might not. <laughs> she, she might, she might not. <laughs> Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.